The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening, nice to be here. My name is Vinnie White. You're listening to The Vinnie White Show, a news-flavoured banger with opinion mash, drizzled with flaws, imperfections, blemishes, faults and deficiencies. The Vinnie White Show, you can get in touch on 71010 uh, on your telephone if you have one. That's that sort of um you don't say that anymore, do you? Remember the days you used to say, uh, have you got an email address? I had a guy come into the shop this week actually, and he didn't have an email address. Oh, hi Pat, by the way, I should say hello. Um I run a shop called let's get this in early. It was always inevitable. Mrphotocanvas.com. A great place to come for your Christmas gift. Mrphotocanvas.com. And the system we use doesn't is paperless. Which is increasingly common, isn't it? So when you pay by credit card, a very cheap price, may I add, for your affordable and beautiful canvas print, um, usually what happens is I say, put your email address in. He said, uh, I, I can't because I, I don't have one. So I, I, can I have a paper receipt? So I printed him one. I said, well, actually, you could, if you want, you could put your mobile phone number in and it texts you the receipt. Doesn't have one of them either. But here's the weird thing about this. When he left, I suddenly thought, hang on a minute, how did he send me the image? He did. He emailed me the image from his name at hotmail.com. So he's lying. Yeah, he's a liar. He's a liar, and I wasn't clever enough to catch him out until he left, and I thought about it. We'd already chatted on email. It's all right. Just say I don't want to put my email address in. I'm not keeping them anyway. How are you, Pat? You look very well. I'm great. Yeah, perky. Thank you. Do I look all right? You look fine. Room's a bit dark, and I have bad eyes, so who knows? It's the best light for me, I think. I, most visually impaired people find me very attractive. Ah. Mm. And the deaf ones. The accent annoys a lot of people with actual hearing. Um. I don't, the reason I ask, I feel a bit rough around the edges, mate. Hung over. Oh, no. Twelve pubs of Christmas last night. Wow. Pub crawl. Pub crawl, organised by an Irish guy, of course. That was always probably went without saying, actually, didn't it? Yeah, you would assume. Yeah. (laughs) I do like an alcoholic stereotype. Um, But I've got the rules here. Then they're looking a bit mashed up. So the the point is you're supposed to go to 12 pubs to celebrate Christmas. And you have at least one pint in each. And there's rules in each pub. And if you break them, you have to do shot penalties. Oh, jeez. Yes. I'm essentially 19 years old in my mind and uh, about 68 in my body. And so we started off. There's the rules. Uh, the first pub, it was all around the entertainment district. The first pub, you had to drink uh, with a hand that you don't use. So if you're left-handed, you drink with your right, and if you're right-handed, you drink with your left. Reasonably easy. Really. I don't know if I drink with a particular hand. Oh, I think you do. Imagine picking up a glass of water now. You'd always go roughly with the same hand, wouldn't you? Yeah, right. I suppose my right hand. Compelling radio. <laughs> anyway, um, so that one was all right. Then the second pub was the accent pub. Now, we've all, if you like, well, everyone's got an accent. This point annoys me, but um, we've all got accents because there was a lot of Irish and British people. There's a good few Canadians as well, but we've all got uh, bizarre accents already. So we had to change them. So I did an Irish one and the Irish guys did an English one. No Canadians noticed any difference. Um, and 
then the next one was probably the hardest and the most boring, uh, the silent pub. That's terrible. You're not allowed to talk, and you're not allowed to talk to the barman. You have to point, which at first <laughs> appears quite rude. But I, I, couldn't, I couldn't cope with it because I felt so rude, so I, I wrote down what I wanted on my pub. Oh, is that breaking the phone. rules? On my phone, sorry. Oh, that's smart. Um, yes. Yes, it is breaking the rules, I You're found kidding. out. Yeah, and I was punished with shots. But if, they, if the rule is you can't talk, come on. Yeah, but you can point. But the thing is, it's just embarrassing, isn't it? Hey, that's why I, I would break the rules all the time, because that one especially is way too rude. Mm. And what is the point of being in a bar and drinking if you're not <laughs> going to say something to someone? And it's really hard, because at that point, you're feeling really social. You know, you're starting to get a bit of a buzz going on. The next one was fun. That was the partner. You can only drink with um, being by being fed. So I was with my girlfriend, and I was feeding her a drink, and she was feeding me one. Found out it's really hard to do, because if you do it at the same time, you're so used to controlling your that action to yourself that you end up convincing yourself that you're doing it to yourself. Wow, that it, is pretty trippy. <laughs> yeah, it's really freaky. So you think, oh, that's weird. I'm not moving it and I'm spilling it all over my face because she's doing it wrong. So you have to, the answer is you have to have the same amount. You have to have a pint each and you have to have the same amount of liquid in the pint. That's the way around it. But aren't you going to take massive gulps compared to your girlfriend, who no, I imagine she... is female proportioned? <laughs> um, actually, yeah, I suppose I did, actually. Yeah, yeah I do drink. But she's at, she, she can match up pretty well, you know. No, oh, although you're lucky. She's a trooper. Cost me a fortune. Um, was that a bit sexist? No. Just worried about it afterwards because I thought, it's, I've implied that I pay for everything and I don't. It's, it's well, more, that's rude. It's not exactly. It's not. <laughs> it's not exactly. I wasn't paying for twelve drinks for her. What do you think this is? A free ride? I only do an hour a week of radio. <laughs> the company's not doing that well. Um, actually, I got really done over because one of the pubs you had to everyone put their credit card in, and uh, there were so many of us that it was foolish to do everyone. So we split up into groups of four, and everyone put their credit card in, and then the person that got picked out had to pay for all four drinks. Good old me. Oh, of course. Yeah. Shoe swap. That was good. Needs no explanation. Get the lads in the heels and enjoy the comfort of uh, sweaty trainers uh, for the ladies. Uh, no swearing was a nightmare. That was pub six. By which point, I well, probably, if it wasn't for the rule, would have been 50% swearing. Um, no pointing was pub seven, which is actually quite easy. I don't know how often anybody points unless you're rude. Yeah. It's not something that really comes into conversation that much. Um, the, uh, the one we liked in the next one was pub eight, by which point I was plastered. A hilarious rule we stumbled across. Whoever finishes their drink last must carry a random item around the next pub. The more random, the better. So the next pub, uh, one of the girls who couldn't keep up, she was the last to drink, uh, was walking around with a food blender. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and then we had a game of pool, and I've never heard this in a pub. Uh, the landlord said, uh, could you please not put the food blender on the pool table? Not something I've had before. It wasn't on. Um, then there was supposed to be, you can only speak in lyrics from movies or quotes and uh, from songs. Easy. Uh, but by which point people were starting to fade. And then it was that was pub 10. I think 11 was supposed to be a fancy cocktail round, by which point everyone had gone home. And there was just me and a few guys left. At that point, uh, so we never got to twelve. Twelve, by the way, would have been 
the last one, a pint of water because you need it. Yeah, you got defeated by the 12 bars of Christmas or yeah, I did. 12 pubs of Christmas. Well, the problem is, once you get into it, no one wants to leave. So a lot of the pubs, we did more than one drink. So if we'd have had the ambition to sp- spread it out as needed, it would have probably been fine. I could probably handle 12 pints over. Because it, you know, it was a good old few hours. Could you do 12 pints? 12 pints in one sitting, yeah. But I, def- I the worst part of that is walking around in the cold, looking for another bar. Yeah, yeah. And I ate halfway because I've, I've played that game before where you don't eat and that's a right mess. I, w- I would start with a big carb-heavy meal yeah. and then having, you know, some kind of greasy something halfway through to absorb it. If you're going to have, if you have to have 12 beers, yeah, exactly. I'd eat twice. I'm sweating a lot today and it's cold. Is that normal or is that the hangover? I, that's probably the hangover. Mm. And I, I have a mild smell about me, which... Um, you know, it's sort of an aroma that's not wanted. No, I get you. Yeah, in the aisle. Anyway, moving in. I'm starting to sound like a right lush. Hey, it's Christmas. Um, what are we talking about? Well, we're going to have a little look at some of the news that's gone on this week. Uh, over the course of the next... Well, there's not much left, is there? About half hour or something. I've banged on about that 12 pubs of Christmas long enough. And uh, we'll start, of course, uh, in America's northernmost city of Barrow, which isn't called Barrow anymore. Uh, this week, uh, the town that was called Barrow changed its name to Ukjagvik. Uh It was originally named after Sir John Barrow, a sort of explorer-type chap. And uh, the city of almost 4,300 people, which sits above the Arctic Circle, and you think it's cold here, experiences more than uh, two months of 24-hour darkness and the sun set last week. That's it. Two months of bleakness. And so if you're listening up north in uh, any of our Canadian uh, small dwellings, my heart goes out to you. But um, hang in there. Christmas is coming. And, uh, yeah, so they've they've uh, changed the name from Barrow to Ukjavik. It was done by a vote um, it was to restore its original Inupiaq name, Ukjavik, which means a place to gather roots. Uh, in the local language, the name change passed by only six votes. Tipped on six votes. But I suppose in Ukiavik, that's a landslide. Uh, some residents disagreeing with the co- uh, the cost of changing official references on road signs. But then that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, because why are there signs in Ukiavik pointing to Ukiavik? And it's not that big. Like, surely there's only a couple of signs. You only need one sign that just says everywhere else that way. Two welcome signs. Two welcome to Yukivik yeah. signs. But you could add that anyway. Like, or you could probably not reprint the sign. If they went to Mr. Photo Canvas, they could get Ukivik and just pop that in front of the word Barrow. They'd save a fortune. I mean, come on. What we need is canvas road signs. You're welcome. Uh, Alaska voted Trump 53%, actually. So, screw them. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. That last advert, did they say visit kidneycar.ca? You weren't listening. I'm not sure. I think it was Kidney Foundation. Uh, I think, I think you're supposed, I think they, I think it said kidneycar.ca. I'll look at that. It's weird. I just got a vision of a car made of kidneys. Disgusting thought. Um, I'm not sure that's what they were going for. Anyway. Uh, I've got a letter here um, 
Someone emailed me. They found me on the intertubes. You can do so if you wish. My name is Vinnie White. I'll pop up somewhere in Googly Poos and you can get in touch whenever you like. It says, Dear Vinnie, I listen to your show every week when I'm doing my household's laundry. Which, before I go on, actually, can we make that this week's texting? I want to know, what are you doing while you're listening to this? The more bizarre, the better, of course. I've never really thought about this. I mean, people don't tend to just look at a radio, do they? So what are you doing? And if it's disgusting, then you bloody well keep it to yourself, you foul urchin. Um, unless, of course, you're incredibly attractive, then do tell. Um, yeah, so let me know. 71010, what are you doing? Is it legal? What are you doing? 71010. Anyway, I listen to your show every week while I'm doing my household laundry. Rock and roll. Uh, I share your disdain for the Make America Great Again slogan, which you've talked about. You may be interested in this article from 1934, written by Adolf Hitler in a Nazi publication. Do you recognise anything? From Emily Freeman. The article says, Nationalism and socialism had to be redefined, and they had to be blended into one strong new idea, to carry new strength, which would make Germany great again. Honestly, actually, fact. That's the direct translation from Adolf Hitler. So, you know, if you're feeling a bit down and a bit scared about the state of the world, hopefully that sorted everything out. Actually, it brings me onto um, a website which I discovered this week. After the Brexit, there became the term the Rig Brexit, which I can't say very well, um, which was a website dedicated to people that voted Brexit and now regret it, which is a growing number because... It's a bloody shambles. No one knows what's going on over there. Um, good time to be here, I say. And as on the back of that, it was only a matter of time. Now there's Trump Grets, which is a website dedicated to people who voted Trump and now regret it. It's a place, it's sort of a place to express regrets online. It saves you the hassle of filling a bath to shout into. Now you can upload your regrets for voting for the orange-coloured, obscurely-shaped wig stand with arms and toy hands. That is going to be the president. And a mounting amount of people have jumped on it in recent days, particularly today, because I think even the more sort of conscientious, reasonable, groovy, hey, how bad can it be type Trump voter is realising that no matter what your political thoughts, this man cannot take a joke. I mean, he absolutely has no ability to see humour. He's done it again, lads. He's uh, watched SNL again, which did the parody again last night. Did you see it, Pat? No, I don't watch SNL. I don't watch it either. I just watch the clips of the best bit because usually it's a bit it's a bit weak, isn't it? It's not very funny. I think Alec Baldwin's impression of him is pretty good. It's probably the third or second or third best I've ever heard. Yeah, because he is actually quite surprisingly difficult to do, I find, Trump. Jaina. 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 It's with a G. Very silent G. Jaina. Never put V-A-G in front of him. No. Um, He'll start grabbing him. <laughs> it's funny because it's petrifying. Um, no, the, the thing you have to do is just formulate a sentence and then halfway through the sentence, talk about anything else but the sentence that you originally formulated. That's how you do it, Trump. Ask me a question. Anything you like. Vinny, uh, what did you have for lunch today? So I formulated the sentence. I had pasta. And it was very nice. But this is the actual answer. Uh, I had pasta. It was the best pasta. Pasta is something I know all about. 
Sometimes I've been places. My, my restaurants are the best pasta, the Michelin star. That's what I do. I've got that. Hillary hasn't got that. Have you got that? I don't know. What time is it? Who am I? It was nice. See? A little bit of a diversion at some point. But I, because of the way the human brain works, it's really hard to be as random as he is. Like, I should just start listing kitchen utensils. That's how off track he can go. Everything's going to be huge. 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 Anyway, if you, um, if you saw it last night, it was, uh, it was pretty good. I mean, it's quite funny, isn't it, to watch, to watch it? But, uh, of course, he can't cope. So what did he say? I've got his tweet here somewhere. God, it's painful going through this crap every week. Um, what did he say? Uh, just tried watching Saturday Night Live. Unwatchable. Totally biased. Not funny. And the Baldwin impersonation just can't get any worse. At what point was comedy not supposed to be biased? Like, that, how in the world could you possibly write a skit that's not biased? That's... They'd end up with CBC comedy. No one wants that. I think it's. I think he might have had a point during the election, because if they were not making fun of them equal amounts, there's no that rule doesn't exist. But I guess it's something to complain about. But now he's got to accept he's the only target. Him and Obama. Those are the two biggest names in politics. Those are going to be the guys are going to make fun of. What did you think was going to happen? Like, what did you honestly think? You cannot be in politics and not get the piss ripped out of you every single day. But he, and that's why I think as well, he wants to continue to campaign. Like, he keeps doing the, it's like they call it the thank you tour. He keeps doing these rallies because I think that's the, why he wanted to be president. Yeah. Was the, those moments, not so much. Definitely. Which governing. is the whole glory tour. He yeah, exactly. He's on fire when he's up there. He doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke. He has to get a rush of dwarfing somewhere and he gets it from talking bollocks. Yeah, he's an egomaniac. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just embarrassing. And I don't know anybody who actually even supports him that is the Twitter thing is at most funny to watch like a petulant child react. But even people who like him say, you got to take this Twitter thing away from him. Exactly. Narcissistic personality disorder, which uh, compels you to criticize comedy and entertainment, is a pretty horrifying trait for a leader of the most powerful country in the world. If you hate SNL, by the way, stop watching it. Like, if you don't want an off button, Actually, broaden that question. Have you not got a completely off button on that uh, thing that rattles around inside your skull? Press it for all of us. <sighs> Still, it's not like uh, hate crimes increased. Oh. Some of these other tweets are hilarious. They're on, they're on Trump. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest. What does that mean? What, one of the highest in the world? Are you... <laughs> It doesn't even make sense as a sentence. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. Okay, Donald. Sorry, mate. Uh, diplomatic as ever. What else did he say? Uh, I'm not against vaccinations for your children. I'm against them in one massive dose. Spread them out over a period of time and autism will drop. Medical advice. Absolutely unbelievable. Factually untrue, insensitive, irresponsible. You'd actually get better medical advice from a witch. I mean, at least stick to roughly your remit, mild entertainment and uh, sexism, and now occasional attempts at politics. Anyway, it's too easy, this whole thing. And every week I say, I'm going to stop talking Trump, and every week I do it. 
Can you rig me up to some sort of electric shock system so when I start banging on about him and getting myself in a knot, I can you zap me? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of I enjoy it. I could talk about politics forever. I totally shot myself in the foot this week. We've started doing um, photo prints behind glass, and I wanted a photograph of something to show off on the wall so we can do this stuff at my uh, business. So I didn't. I didn't want me up there, and I wanted something kind of cool. So I got. Um, an old pop art image of a shotgun and I put it together with an image of Donald Trump and wrote something quite offensive underneath. And it sort of makes him look like a snarling bully that's about to shoot people. And I put it on my wall, like 30, 30 inches by 20 inches, a sort of poster size behind glass. It looks great. Absolutely every time I look at it, I get annoyed. Had to rip it down. The joke's on me. He doesn't know what I'm doing. And then one customer came in and went, oh, you like him? No! What? What does that, what do you think that means? This has totally backfired. So I look at the guy every day, which makes me think about his stupid orange face, and I listen to his China every time I look at it. I mean, I might as well tattoo him on my face and look back at him every time I look in the mirror, just to annoy myself even more. That is something to consider, though, that someone walked in and they did not think of him as a guy who is going to just shoot people. Guess where he was from? I'll give you a guess. The States? Yes, it was. Uh, when I was in Boston, it seemed like Boston, which is like a historically kind of like a very southernish town, very draconian and very segregated, they couldn't stand Trump. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very weird thing. Very weird thing. Let's all take a nice breath. Hmm? Oh, I suppose we should do a break anyway, right? Amanda Capito said she wasn't coming in. I've just found out she is. So I'm quite excited about that. We'll find out what's going on in her life and all that kind of stuff. And we'll come back with more news that doesn't uh, make you want to rip your ears off. News Talk 1010. This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio. News Talk 1010. Good evening, my name is Vinnie White, and you can text the show on 71010, and I encourage you to do so. And the text in this week is, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, so far, uh, if you really want to know, says Lena, I'm listening to your show while scraping up the city's roadkill. Not joking. Someone's got to do it, Lena. I saw a TV show the other day where they um, barbecue roadkill. You know, there's one guy in the States, he, he says he lives on it that and found vegetables he's a freak and and he um he barbecues raccoons enjoy your dinner um amanda capito's just walked in looking dare i say it ravishing oh thank you hi you didn't have to make that effort for me (laughs) oh i'm sure you didn't where have you just come from uh, I was just at a movie premiere, actually. Was, oh, fancy yeah. pants. Sadie's Last Days on Earth. So it comes out this Friday coming up. So I got a little preview. It was very good. Canadiana? Yes, Canadian movie. Mm-hmm. Good family fun. Talk about teen angst. Good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm. The lead is very talented. Well, I'm glad you came in. Yeah. Um, 7, 10, 10. What are you up to? Don't know why my Sunday nights end with last minute work. That's what seems to be what I'm doing. I'm also scarfing down salty pumpkin seeds until my tongue is skinless and Vinny. Not in any particular order. She's <laughs> scarfing me down. I presume it's a she. Um, Never know. Someone else says, can I say that? I think it's all right. Cleaning my genitals. That's a lie. I think you could have just said having a shower. Yeah. Not... Do we need the specifics? 
I mean, someone who wanted to get on the air. Yeah, and damn it, I fed you it. You fell for it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I haven't meant, again, not mentioning the sex, so the genitals are up in the air. Um, <laughs> right, let's move on from that disgusting business. Uh, I want to talk to you about, do you want goats or sex bots? Oh, what a decision. Let's go sex bots. Sex bots it is. <laughs> I just said we're going to move away from this film <laughs> and you go and pick sex bots. Goats are a lot safer, but never mind, we're here now. Uh, a sex industry entrepreneur is going to open a bar in London. It's a sex bar. Now, London, my London, this is, not the Ontarian one. And um, you probably know that prostitution isn't legal in the UK, but it is reasonably tolerated. It's quite similar to Canada, really. OK. Um, but this one is legal. And you know why? Because the escorts are robots. Are these, the, like, life's... Looking, yeah. they look like real life people. And they really do, actually. Yeah. Um, this means that in London, if it goes well, these things could expand aggressively in countries that are less permissive with sex work legislation. Most of Europe's pretty chilled out about that kind of thing. Uh, the cafe will open from 6 a.m. Who wants that at that time? You never know. Mm, when you got the urge. Yeah. Eh? Um, and it closes at 11 p.m. It will serve coffee, sex, and pastries. Interesting. Yeah. So, can I have a, a frappuccino, Danish whirl, and can I just get into a room with one of your sex bots? Cool. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Is it all right? I think it's all right. People really like these these dolls, and they're like they do look very real. They, but then sometimes they, I've watched a documentary on one guy who like fell in love with them. And yeah, stuff. I saw that as well. Yeah, it could get too much. There's a great documentary, brilliantly punningly titled "Guys and Dolls." Oh. And um, it's there's you know a lot of these guys have got quite a difficult background and they've yeah. they've had difficult home life yeah and no one's ever shown them love and of course the thing that you get from a doll is whatever you want from a doll right they're never going to argue with you yeah. so in a way I mean it sounds quite twisted to say this but just this is how they put it they're the ultimate companion yeah not I according get that. to Westworld what's Westworld. Exactly. You guys haven't seen Westworld? It's exactly what you're talking about. It's a world where you could have sex with robots and kill them and do all kinds of weird stuff, and the robots get very upset, and they start killing the people. Oh, okay. Oh, I hope that they don't revolt. That's not the... I... Well, also, that's if, you, the scary, if you're that's listening the scary in the UK, thing. there's a brilliant um, Channel 4 show called Humans, which is not about humans. It's about the lifelike bots that are humans, and they have consciousness. And um, some of them are sex workers, in mm. in the show, uh, but the, but it's you know it's a projection of the future. I mean, this is going to happen. Yeah, there is absolutely no way we're going back now. Yeah, so get ready. Really, brothels with human workers are illegal, but you know you can do what you want with a vacuum cleaner. So you can do what you want with a robot. By the way, when I said that, I haven't done anything with a vacuum cleaner. <sighs> I didn't like the way you looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering um, where you were going with that. If you are you interested in how much it is? Yes. 15-minute session with the robot of your choice. 15? Yeah, it's not long, is it? That's not enough. Well, I guess, well, okay. Well, you, uh, you could probably do them in increments. I guess that's what they want you to do. 15 minutes Coffee. minimum. Okay. Um, 60 quid, which is about 100-ish Canadian. Okay, for every 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes. So that to, can, You could really rack up that price. It's quite expensive, So I don't know how much an, a sex worker is. I'm sure it varies enormously, but slightly more than I thought it would be. 
Um, sex workers are actually suffering because so many people offer low-priced services in London, says the entrepreneur behind this. We respect them and we don't want to oppose their interests. We also don't want to put them out of business, which is why we've priced our robots as we have, which I think is a sort of diplomatic way of saying this is an add-on service mm. because I, I'm sure you know sex workers would probably not be happy by literally being taken over by robots. Yeah. If you... You're single, aren't you? Yes. If... You, if I got, because I'm doing all right for money nowadays, mate, I reckon I could knock you up a fella. <laughs> <laughs> Organise you as a man sex robot. If I were to give you one for Christmas, not saying I am, <laughs> would you enjoy it? I I think I can appreciate people who really who would be intrigued by this and people who actually do enjoy it. I totally get it. I think for me it might be weird. Yeah. I just don't know if I'd be able to, to get over, like, get over that it's a robot like I get I think it's I think you'd start whatever it is that you're doing which might be something very minimal or it might be something quite intense yeah and there would be that moment where you just think oh this is a robot what am I doing yeah it's hard to not overthink oh my god did I oh tell me I turned that CCTV (laughs) camera off in the corner of the room oh my god and like how embarrassing would it be if your wife walked in on you or your husband walked in on you like what are you going to say? Well... Because in a way, you're not cheating. But then also, really? I mean, really? I think it would have to be a conversation. Like, if someone I was with wanted to go to a cafe with said robots, I just would hope that we would have a conversation about it and that we'd be, have an open and honest relationship that we could talk about these things. And I'd be like, You look at nuts. it from a far more forgiving and reasonable angle. I mean, you mentioned that. It might be something, if you want to spice things up, you go down as a couple. Maybe. When I said go down, I meant to the cafe. <laughs> yeah. Um, text in on 71010 Vinny the coffee is pre-sex and the pastries are post-sex oh love that says Peter you wouldn't want to do it all at the same time would you, you might end well up... and then the, and you might feel gross after the pastry you want the pastry after <laughs> you're right there's already guilt involved <laughs> and now you're adding you're doubling down on the guilt I think we'll move on um, text in would you do it with a sex bot and if so would you enjoy it and also, I'd like to know what you're doing. And don't don't mix them up. Don't <laughs> accidentally tell me that that's what you're doing. Because if you are, just leave it to yourself. All right? Two, two texts, 7, 10, 10. <laughs> Have we got to do another break now? No? Okay. Well, in that case, can I move on to goats? Okay, goats. Okay. In slightly cleaner news, a giant Christmas goat effigy erected each year in the Swedish town of Galv. And a uh, favourite... Actually, I've just said that wrong. Gavle. I don't know how you say it. I don't even know if they do. G-A-V-L-E. What do you think? Gavel? Sure. <laughs> Whatever you G- take. Gal. Sounds from... <laughs> like you gargle it. Um, and a favourite uh, target for arsonists, this is. It's, uh, it failed this year. The, the ha- I think it's made of hay. It's a hay goat. It failed to make it for more than 24 hours. Oh, it was a straw and wood structure put up uh, last Sunday. It was burnt down despite extra security measures. Last year, the famous goat survived till the 27th of December before arsonists set it alight. This is... You ready for this stat? This is the the 35th time in 50 years that the goat has been destroyed. Like, why don't we use a different material? Exactly. Or or coat it with something that's not going to catch fire. 35 times in 50 years, arsonists have destroyed it. I presume it's arsonists, not a... Big bad wolf. It's not like they're asking for it to be destroyed. Yeah. This year, the town reportedly spent 
Hold on to something. Oh, no. Quarter of a million on constructing the goat <gasps> no. and subsequent festivities. I hope the uh, subsequent festivities were quite expensive and the goat wasn't, but I fear. Cameras had been set up to monitor the structure. A local council official told newspapers, next year we'll have more guards. We're going to try and have a goat guarantee for at least the first weekend. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> they're putting in so much effort. How much did the cameras cost? How much did the surveillance yeah. people? Imagine being the person who made that goat <laughs> Just like, every year. Yeah, you, you know you got a text. It's gone. As it. Brilliant. 23 hours. An arsonist managed to get past security guard who was briefly using the toilet. Oh, pl- wait, what? <laughs> like, is this a movie? Why are there not two? They yeah, need like... to be on shift. The oh, police launched goodness. a preliminary investigation, but there were no immediate arrests. The other thing I was thinking is you could get... Um, it's, it's really easy to do because you could probably get a fire harpoon. Couldn't you? Like a bow and arrow, like yes. the old days, you know. Yes. When it used to. I love how much thought you've put into this. Because <laughs> you're like, if it was me, <laughs> also to burn it down. you may have noticed I was in Sweden this week, and <laughs> I've got some third degree burns on my right arm. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I let my hair down. Okay. <laughs> hate Sweden. No one hates Sweden. Um, all right, we'll come back with more monotonous garbage after this break. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Um, I call it football, you call it soccer. It is a beautiful time to be a Torontonian. Wednesday, I actually saw the game. I was in the pub with a friend of mine. Were you? Yeah, I was. I was in the banknote um, on King Street. What Uh, a game! It was really good, Uh, but I was sat next to a Montrealer. So every time oh. I screamed and happiness, I felt a bit guilty. And then I thought, well, we are in Toronto. Yeah. So no, you it. have the right. Yeah. And it was all very good natured. It's not like Britain where we cut each other up. Um. Okay. To catch people up, if, <laughs> yeah. they, if they haven't been following, Toronto FC won on Wednesday. That was the semifinals. They're going to the finals now for the MLS, which is great. And this the is, M- they've MLS never is... been the, uh, the major league soccer. Yeah. That's here. So we've we've never made it to the semifinals, let alone the finals. Oh, here we go. The we. Like, we! You didn't do anything. <laughs> I, this is the, my thing that drives me mad No, about but sport. we stand behind them. And we as a city, it's oh, Toronto's we team. We. Listen. Whenever it's soccer in the UK and they say we, it's usually an absolutely morbidly obese man that hasn't left his couch. Are you calling me fat? No, oh, my God. I can't believe this. You pulled the fat card on me again. <laughs> I hate it when you do I will not have this. Um, no, it's always fat blokes on couches, isn't it? Oh, we've done well this year. You've done nothing. You went to the fridge. Um, anyway, well, I'm very pleased that you're feeling that this city is uniting. Were you at the game? I was at the game. And so I got some of the extra tickets. They erected extra bleachers, like stands, because... They sold out. They've never had this many people at the stadium. More than 35,000 people showed up. Mm. So I was on these extra bleach. Like, there were bleacher seats, you know, that we all just stood. Mm. It was amazing, though. Went to overtime. It was raining on us. We're cold, but no one cared. We're all in it. it went, so just because of the goal differential situation, they ended, the score was 3-2, but that meant it was a tie. So that's why they had to go to the overtime. Got it, yep. And then we ended up knocking two in. It wasn't golden goal, so we had to we had to play the full I'm saying we still, I know. I'm all right with it. Okay. We I'm, had to still I'm play the full overtime, but we we not only won, but we really won. So it was great. Yeah. And there was fireworks and there was 
like just the atmosphere was amazing. And I know it's not the same, but I can't help but compare it to when I was in England just recently. Mm. And I went to an English Premier Soccer game, like English Premier League. Um, and it was an Arsenal game. And the energy was just lacking. It was not what I expected. That's really surprising. But it's because there's a lot of, number one, you're not even allowed to drink in the stadium right. in England, in, in um, EPL, because apparently there was like major deaths and trampling in the 80s mm. at a Liverpool game. And so they really, they cut down, they're really strict. And it's a lot of middle, it's kind of like middle class, upper class people who just, you know, sit in suits and watch the game. Mm. It's like a cultural thing. But there's no rowdiness. There's no hype. We have still drum bands going at TFC. I, I argue the TFC games are better than they are in England. Now, some people say that Arsenal themselves, it was that team that's just like that. I don't know. but I th- I was, One of the, the biggest um, differences, I'd say, is Toronto has one soccer team. Whereas London yes. has, you know, Arsenal, Chelsea, there's loads of them. Sure, but there's still fans. Like, you fill the stadium with fans yeah. either way. Like, it doesn't matter. You're getting uh, a full... I see your point. I think if you went to... And I haven't been to that many games in the UK, but I think if you went to a Rangers game in Scotland, you wouldn't be able to hear yourself think. Mm. And there are other... I'm, I'm, perhaps it's just there's too many games, I don't know, to make any one game feel special. No, but I don't think so. Like, no. we, even our supporter section, like the section that they block off to make all the noise and have the f- huge flags, they don't just let you sit anywhere with that because you would distract people. Yeah. But it, So they have the supporter sections. So our supporter section is like bonkers. It's just insane at yeah. Toronto, Toronto FC games. And there, I don't even know if they had a supporter section. If they did, they didn't stand out. Like, I couldn't even tell. That's surprising. Yeah. But I... I would admit defeat and say that you are the superior country. <laughs> that, wasn't the, that wasn't the point. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. It, it was just we should be so lucky to have a to have Toronto FC and to be able to go to a game like that and feel that kind of energy. Because even if you're not the biggest soccer fan, you can't help but feel the energy when you're in an environment like that. So yeah. if you end up going, you have a good time. F- forgive me for putting you on the spot because you might not know the answer, but when's the next game? Saturday, December 10th. Against Seattle. I do know this because I'm trying to get tickets to go. Uh, One of the guys I was with, actually, was an Aussie, and he told me some interesting stats. One of the things I didn't know is how much money there is involved in North American soccer Mm. and how good teams are getting. Like It used to be us in Europe would look at you and go, you guys don't even understand the rules. Well, we had to shut up when, in the World Cup, Iceland were doing better than the UK. So then... um, England, yeah, and uh, America did really well. Yeah, the USA did really well. So gone are the days of, of saying that America's terrible at soccer, crap at politics, but it's 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 not so bad yeah. at soccer. And these leagues are not necessarily the same. It's hard to compare, right? We're we're recruiting players from all of the plays. We have an Italian on the Toronto FC team, so it's not just Canadians who are playing. Where are you going for Christmas? I'm changing the subject to sport. (laughs) He's like, and I'm done. He has a sports (laughs) quota, and we've hit it. We've hit it. Actually, I think we hit it two minutes ago, but (laughs) (laughs) there was extra time, you know? Okay, yeah, it was just like overtime. I get it. Yeah. Um, Tell me about your Christmas. Where are you going? Um, I'm going to, I'm home for Christmas itself, and then right after I'm going to Florida. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ah, yes, what I booked today. What? Mexico. Oh. Yeah, leaving on Christmas Day. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and I'm back. I think I'm coming back for New Year's Eve. Oh, great. Yeah. So we'll both be... Oh, it's not far from you. Yeah. We could swim over. Yeah, let's... Yeah. <laughs> um, the reason I bring up Christmas, right? Worst ever Christmas albums are out. Can't wait. Right. I'm going to give you a clip in a minute of one of them. Okay. Right. First one, Christmas on Death Row. Oh my gosh. Released 20 years ago, now being re-released. Do we need this? 
is uh, various artists on Death Row label. The music isn't the worrisome thing here. It's, it's more of the cover. It's got a picture of Santa in an electric chair on the front. Oh, my gosh. It's not one for Grandma, is it? No. Um, songs include Santa Claus Goes Straight Into the Ghetto, which is so rude, I can't even play a clip of it. Oh, my gosh. So that's nice. Um, another obscure Christmas album that you may want to put on your grandmother's list is A Heavy Metal Christmas by Christopher Lee. Uh, heavy Metal Lover uh, released the entire Christmas album with disgustingly hard metal versions of Little Drummer Boy and uh, A Heavy Metal Christmas. Hey, no, that's cool. I'm not a heavy metal fan, but for heavy metal fans, that's great. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, And probably the most horrifying of all, and it's so horrifying, I've decided to play you a little bit, is called Jingle Babies, Amanda. Jingle Babies. Yep, Jingle Babies, Rockabye Christmas. First we had Jingle Cats. That was an annoying but worrisomely sort of cute thing that went viral with their cats doing... Jingle Bells. Then if you're interested for the dog lovers that felt left out, there was Jingle Dogs. Yes, I know it. Now, there's nothing as nice as hearing a screaming baby. So they've released Jingle Babies. Actually, it came out in 1997. Again, it's being re-released. Let's just leave it. Would you like to hear it? I want to hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a sample of Jingle Babies. We're losing listeners. <laughs> do you do this on purpose just to test people? I'm only at the end of the show because I want my ratings to be good, you see. <laughs> and then I don't want anyone listening to Dave Eddy, so I put this on and they all bugger off. <laughs> okay, Pat, I'm, I'm not, and I've never used a threat on air, but if you don't press stop, I'm going to come in there and I'm going to stab you. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, it's. I get what they're trying to do. It's like cooey sounds from babies. Oh. They're happy sounds, or at least they're not like screeching sounds. Yeah, that's but, true. But like the cat one's better. Baby sounds edited together into songs. Apparently they're real babies singing. But are they singing? They're making it sound like they're singing. Yeah. That's talented editing. I'll give them that. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know what I love about you, Amanda? <laughs> you always see the positive in things. <laughs> I wonder these days, I'm going to come in here with a, a dog mess on a plate and say, there, that's for you. And you'll go, well, it's very well presented. The plate is industrial. Great. And you know what? I've smelt worse. Like, you're amazing. Thanks. You're Thanks. the yin to my miserable British yang. I'm glad I get offset in some way. Because Pat's quite miserable as well, aren't you, Pat? Sure am. Like, when it's just me and you bantering, I think people want to top themselves. But when Amanda comes in, it's that little needed ray of sunshine. <laughs> you need her in your life as well, Pat. Oh, Vinny. I think the world needs more Amanda. Actually, judging sweet. on the text we get, a lot of people love you. Aww. You get more compliments than I do. Every time. I had text at the beginning of the show, hi, Vinny, is Amanda coming on? Oh, well, the name of the show is The Vinny White Show. I don't know if you wanted to listen to the bit with me in it. If I made me so bold. Really? I didn't know people text. That's so Dude, kind. they text all the time. Today, I asked for two texts. I asked for, <laughs> would you have sex with a robot? Right? No one said that. Okay. By the way, the answer is yes from everyone. <laughs> if they say nothing, you mean yes. And the other one I said is, what are you doing? 
We have more compliments for you <laughs> than we have bloody people texting me the answer. Te- I asked you a question, Toronto. What are you doing? 71010, tell Stop me. Being so angry, thanks to everyone who texted in. <laughs> give Pat a compliment. Poor bastard, he gets nothing over there. Don't kid yourself, Vinny. I used to get tons of compliments when Dave was on four days a week or five days a week. Did you? I was raining it in. So it's just you, Vinny. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, at least they're responding. Someone just said I was at the lake. Okay, so they're telling you. See, they're answering your question. I've been watching the water. It's very relaxing. Great. Great. Uh, someone else said I'm making all my lunches for the week and then freezing them. Smart. I need to do that more often. It's a good way of doing it. I know. Because it's one night of hassle and then you're golden for the rest of the week, aren't you? I know. And uh, someone else says I'm listening to this great show. Now, if you wouldn't mind just putting because of you, Vinny. <laughs> Stop fishing for compliments. Yeah. <laughs> ah, on we go. Um, absolute pleasure. What a great show. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for coming in, Amanda. Yeah, thanks for having you're me. You're a beautiful ray of sunshine. Pat, I suppose you're all right. Well done. Bringing your usual misanthropy. Misanthropy? Misanthropy. Mis- anyway, let's just, I think it's time to finish the show. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Take care. See you next week. All the best. Ta-da.